With Halloween just around the corner, my family has plenty of tricks and treats planned. But thanks to Pampers, one thing I have never been afraid of is a leaky diaper. Fear no leaks with new and improved Pampers Swaddlers, now featuring a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. We've always looked forward to getting the girls dressed up for Halloween when they were babies. And with Pampers, we knew that in addition to being absolutely adorable in their costumes, they would be dry, clean, and comfortable. With Swaddlers, you can rest assured that you have superior leak protection while keeping baby skin healthy. Pampers Breathe Free Liner wicks away wetness, allowing baby skin to breathe, while the lockaway channels help keep baby skin dry and healthy. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance, hypoallergenic, and free of parabens and latex. Pamper Swaddlers are available in sizes newborn to size 8 and now feature designs with the newest animal characters, Shiloh the Elephant and Freddy the Duck. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. A little update on our March 27th live recording of Latina to Latina. You did it. You sold out our early bird tickets. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There is still time to grab your regular tickets while they last. Again, the details. We are partnering with our friends at Poderistas to bring you a conversation with New York Times bestselling author Sochil Gonzalez. It is happening at the William Vale in Brooklyn on March 27th. You can find the link to purchase tickets on our Instagram page at Latina to Latina or online at Alicia Menendez XO. I cannot wait to see you. Hey, if you love Latina to Latina, and I know you do, and you want to support the show, it's as easy as listening on Radio Public, a free, super easy app that works on iPhone and Android. When you listen to Latina to Latina on Radio Public, we earn a little bit with every episode you hear. Thanks for listening and for loving the show. Because I went through that. I went through this. I went through all pretty much every experience that most people go through on this journey. And I want you to know that that is normal. You are exactly where you should be. Melissa Alcantara was a first-time mom lost in the throes of postpartum depression. Then fitness helped her find her way back to herself. In the process, she shared her story on Instagram and even caught the attention of Kim Kardashian, who hired Melissa as a personal trainer. Now, Melissa is shaping her own fitness brand and encouraging others to build strength from the inside out. Sam, you couldn't have said it better. It's you, and you're here in your workout clothes, which I love. Uh, of course. I don't I don't think I own anything else. Well, one or two things, but you know. I would say I always show up in stretch pants for the fashion girls, and the fashion girls are like all decked out. And then, of course, today I actually put on a pair of real pants for you, and you're in stretch pants. So I just, I can't get it right. All right. I want you to show off a little. Tell me in detail about the last workout you did. Well, that was yesterday, and it was brutality. Squats on squats on squats. And heavy, 215 pounds, eight reps, form, perfect, super focused. And I mean, I approach every workout the same. Which is? Beast mode. Always, you know, of course, there are some times where it's like you can't go all out like 100 percent. And you know when that is. But for the most part, I'm trying to get the most out of every single thing that I do. And I'm like that with 
with everything, not with just working out. So hmm. yeah, yesterday I thought my legs were going to fall off under me. So. No, I watched along on Instagram and I think you said that your butt was on fire. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, yes. It was like two rocks. Oh yeah. I did hip thrust after I did the squats and then I went and did a whole bunch of other stuff, jumping lunges and all the stiff like deadlifts. I, I, I literally obliterated my my lower half. The so. most appealing part of the whole thing to me was the bison burger you had after. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't believe in eating like plain broccoli and just like no seasoning. And it has to be sustainable. You know, at this point, I've learned that if I can't eat something every day or do something or find balance in it, then it's just not going to work. Right. But how often are platanos on the menu? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to say... Once or twice a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, mango was my favorite thing growing up. Every weekend, I would invite all my cousins. And I didn't even have to invite them, actually, because they knew that I was making tre golpe. Like, mango, regular, queso frito, you know, <laughs> onions, all that. So, oh, I mean, I don't make it how I used to make it. Right, you know, right. The <laughs> Mm -hmm. shitload of butter mm -hmm. but you know at the same time you learn you know you learn how to make things better healthier and your mouth gets used to it right you we've know? learned to make our own sofrito instead of using the one in the bottle because it has so much sodium exactly i'm looking at you now you're like a walking muscle <laughs> but you were not always no not at all actually i i didn't have any muscles Nothing. Zero. I was just like this kind of like blobby thing, just like walking around. It's crazy to think that I have achieved this. I surprise myself every single day. And actually, it's weird because I always kind of have that mentality like of how I used to be. It's like mm -hmm. I'll pass by like a mirror and be like, holy moly, that's me. <laughs> It's crazy every single day. I'm just like, wow. Or people will tell me like, oh my God, look at your arms, whatever. If I'm not like really like looking at myself, I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, you know, but because I spend most of my life, you know, I started this whole thing when I was like 28 and yeah, that's like late in the game. You know, I wasn't ever in a sport. I never did anything. One of the challenges when you, I mean, you grew up in the Bronx. I grew up in Union City, New Jersey, which is like right across the tunnel. Mm -hmm. You don't have a lot of space. Nope. Either inside your own home or you don't have a lot of green spaces outside. So you have to get really creative when it comes to figuring out how to get fit with what you have. Exactly. There was no exercise or anything. So it was something that I kind of like went into on my own because of the postpartum depression. For a lot of people... You talk about weight issues, unhealthy habits, emotional stability. They're all intertwined. Yep. So then what did you do to start disentangling them? I was just at the end of my rope. It was like I was done with feeling shitty. And I was like, well, I tried so many things, you know, as a lot of people say, but really... Was it any different than the last thing that you did? No. Most of the time, you're just like, oh, I want to lose weight as fast as possible. First of all, that's just wrong mentality right there. Anything that comes fast like that is just going to leave you just as fast. And that's something that you learn along the way. But 
when there's somebody like me who can tell you, hey, I've been there. I did that. Like, listen to work. me. Yeah. So I did all of that. You know, growing up, I was a yo-yo dieter. I was always like starving myself and then like eating and wonder why I I would gain all the weight back. And Probably I was, like, wrecking your metabolism too in the process. Exactly. Yeah. And I had no idea. So, you know, I did the diet pills. I did the diets. I did the blah, blah, blah. And then the end, I was just like the last, last, last time that I tried, I was like, I'm going to do something different this time. Hmm. I'm going to prepare myself. So I got a fitness program. I got like a nutrition guide. And I was like, you know what? Whether this is right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It is completely different from anything I've ever done. So now I'm going to do this and I'm going to be consistent. Were there setbacks in that journey? Oh my God, we're there. (laughs) So many. I wish that someone was there to give me all the right answers. You know what? I take that back because it is the only reason why I am where I am today. You know, it's all the fails. I think that's what people don't really understand. You got to fail over and over and over again because that means that you actually tried. And you can only know yourself in that process. Everyone's process is different. Everyone's journey is different. And I'm sure people hear that all the time and they're like, oh, and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. And it's like, dude, that's why you can't find the answer because you're looking for it in someone else's journey, in someone else's process, in someone else's things. It's like, no, yours is going to be completely different. That person could have done it this way and that's not going to work for you or that may not work for you. Right, have they're to... on their own path. Exactly. Trial and error, trial and error. And that's how I learned. People are like, oh, did you have a trainer? How did you know? How did you... I didn't know. That's the whole point. I didn't know. I freaking found out <laughs> little by little, like every, every time I went through plateaus. I did so many diets. I thought that it was the protein that I needed. And, you know, that's another thing. People have like the one mentality. It's that one exercise I'm not doing. It's that booty program. It's that protein I'm not drinking. It's the sneakers that I don't have. It's the waist trainer. No, it's you. It's you. And that's all it is. At the end of the day, you don't need anything, nothing, zero, jaggedly squat, except for your mindset, which needs to change. You need to believe that you can do it. You need to have faith and hope because you're not going to know the answers. You got to go figure it out. Pregnant with your daughter. How old were you? I was 25. Okay. So 25, you're pregnant with your daughter. Did getting pregnant, did becoming a mom change your attitude about health and about fitness? Yeah. I gained 70 pounds during my pregnancy. And I was like, holy moly. I was like, you know, I gave birth and immediately the first thing that was on my mind was like, okay, you need to get your ass back, you know? And I didn't know how to do that. I wasn't the fitness girl who got pregnant, who went back into fitness. No, I was not only starting at zero, I was at a different whole other level after pregnancy where I had no idea what the hell my body was going to look like. My first thought was like, okay, you got to get at least your old body back, you know? And I mean, it took me a while. It was mostly on my mind, but then that's how it all kind of started. It was like, okay, you can't like feel tired all the time. Like you have a kid, you're like walking around, your arms hurt, you know, you're exhausted, you feel crappy. And I was like, I got to do, I have to do something about this. And do you remember the moment you said, I got to change? I do. 
I was depressed, I feel, for a very long time. First, after the baby. And then life became this kind of like monotonous thing. And again, just not feeling any connection, you know, to anything. And it was more so that I was looking for an outside source to make me happy. But when I started to do something for myself, and that's when the whole fitness thing started. It was like self-care. You know, at the end of the day, that's that's what it is. It's like if you can't love yourself, if you can't care for yourself, then you cannot give that to anyone else. You know, that day I was like lying down on the couch and I was like watching TV and I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired and I feel like shit and I'm just here doing nothing like with my life. That was the day that I was like, this cannot be me. This is not me. I'm like always full of life, laughing, doing things, moving around. And so that's when it started. Since we know you like inspiring stories about strong women, you should definitely check out a brand new podcast, The Double Shift. The Double Shift is a reported storytelling podcast about a new generation of working mothers. There are no tips and tricks, and it's not about parenting or kids. Instead, it's actually about the three-dimensional experience of the mothers themselves. Radical, right? Creator and host Katherine Goldstein is reporting on all kinds of stories from all over the country you really haven't heard before. From politicians to musicians or sex workers to executives. What all of these women have in common is that they aren't willing to accept the status quo for working moms in America. Past episodes include an intimate audio documentary about what it's really like to run for office with little kids and a profile of an amazing Latina who runs an overnight daycare in Las Vegas. Check out The Double Shift wherever you get your podcasts. You tried lots of things, which I think we all have to try in order to get to what actually works for us. Weight Watchers, Mm -hmm. Insanity, Mm -hmm. CrossFit, Jiu-Jitsu, Yoga. And eventually for a while you dedicated yourself almost exclusively to bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. And I wonder what it was about bodybuilding that made you think like, this is it for me. I wanted to be strong and have muscularity. I remember seeing these girls like on Instagram and being like, holy moly, how did their bodies get like that? You know, and just thinking like, okay, well, I need to build muscle. But I was so into cardio. I was like, I know this. This is easy. easy. You know, I could do this. Thinking of like actually like picking up a weight and doing stuff like that was a bit intimidating, but I started already at home. I had some weights and you build confidence, especially when you come from nothing. I went from like being completely out of shape, not even being able to do jumping jacks to like being able to do like 40 push-ups, and seeing my body change. And I was like, I could do this. I'm going to try this, whether I know if this works or not, just like anything else, just like anything else I've, I did, it was like, okay, you're going to go now to the gym and whether you know how to use that machine or not, or you figure it out, not somebody. Yeah. And the, you know, you're going to go there with all the guys and you're going to do your bicep curls. And you know what? Who cares what they say? <laughs> you started sharing that journey on Instagram. People were really responding to your message. Did you set out to become an influencer? Nope. <laughs> 
So anything I've ever done in my life has always been for me. I didn't even know what an influencer was. You know, I was just like on Instagram. I got on Instagram really late. I was like, let me just tell people like what it is that I'm doing. You know, maybe this will help them out. And I couldn't believe all the responses I was getting. And I was like, holy moly, like people are actually like listening. The one day you got a call from Kim Kardashian's team. What do they say? That was a crazy day. So I was working as a, a waitress at a local restaurant in Brooklyn. So I'm living in Brooklyn at this point. I come home and my husband's there and we had we had started kind of like our own little business. I wrote a fitness program. So we had a business number, like a Google number. And we get this message and I come in the door and he's like, um, I'm going to tell you something, but I don't know if this is like real or whatever it is. <laughs> He's like someone from Kim Kardashian's like assistant or a producer from the Keeping Up with the Kardashians show sent a message saying that she would like you to train her. And I was like, what? Shut up. Like, I just looked at him. I was like, nah. And he was like, yes, let me send an email so we can make sure that this is real and it's not spam. So send an email. As soon as they email us back, they email us with NDAs, all this stuff. And, you know, before I knew it, I was on the phone with Kim, you know, just talking about like next steps or us meeting each other and just like an insane, insane thing. I mean, the craziest part is that she when I spoke to her, she was like, "Um, I know you live in New York. But can you come out here for a few weeks? Like, I got you, you know, I'll make everything happen so that you could, like, teach me or, you know, train me. And I was like, you know what? I just bought my one-way ticket to California. We were moving to Cali. Independent of that. Yeah. And she was like, shut the hell up. It just all happened, like, perfectly. And why did she want you? She told me she was like scrolling on Instagram it was like four o'clock in the morning and she saw uh one photo of mine that went viral like I had no followers at this time and um I did have this one photo it was a before and after picture and it and my daughter was in the picture and she said that she just saw me and she was like immediately inspired she was like wow this woman this mother she took control of her life she did this She saw like a strength in me and wanted to know more. She didn't want the fast, easy, whatever way, you know, she wanted the real deal. Teach me how, how to make this my life. When you have a celebrity client like that, I mean, and that's a mega watt celebrity. (laughs) How much of your work and career does that constitute? A lot of it. Because a lot of opportunities come through that. Interviews, things that I get come through articles and things that are posted, like, you know, Kim Kardashian's trainer. How often are you actually with her? Five, six days a week. Wow. Yeah. So I'm there, like, a lot. But I keep it separate from my... uh, People are always like, why don't you you know, promote that you train Kim or do all this. I'm like, well, number one, it's already out there. And two, Kim is, she gave me this opportunity and I 
cannot be more grateful and literally thank her all the time. But at the same time, I am my own person and I do my own thing. And I have all of this inside me, not because Kim reached out to me, because this is something that I've always had. And so I just see myself separate from that. And I train her and I I love her and we have a great relationship, but I'm still, you know, Melissa Alcantara, just the girl who kind of did this thing <laughs> for herself. You know what I mean? When my babies were going through their exploration stage, I had so much to worry about. Falling over, bumping heads. What did she just put in her mouth? The list was endless. But when they were in pamper swaddlers, I knew I never had to worry about a leaky diaper. Swathers are great for both baby and mommy. They keep your baby's skin healthy and dry with Pampers Breathe-Free Liner, which wicks away wetness, allowing your baby's skin to breathe. Swathers have always given me peace of mind knowing that diaper rash and leaky diapers were not in our future. There's also the blow-up barrier at the back waist to help prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blow-ups. Pampers Swathers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance, hypoallergenic and free of parabens and latex. Your baby deserves that. And they're available in a wide range of sizes from newborn to size eight. And now feature designs with the newest animal characters, Shiloh the elephant and Freddy the duck. Having a diaper you can depend on is important. And it's why I have always loved Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today to start earning rewards with every diapers and wipes purchase. Not to mention, get great parenting content with Pampers Club. Hi, Latina to Latina listeners. It's Brenda from Tamarindo Podcast. And if you love Latina to Latina, then we know that you're going to love Tamarindo Podcast. And if you're in the LA area and can't make it to the Latina to Latina live event, we'd like to invite you to our event on March 28th at 6.30 p.m. We're hosting Amigas Blossoming, a night of celebrating and cultivating blossoming friendships. This will be in Highland Park and all the details to RSVP for free are at tamarindopodcast.com forward slash events. Hey, Red, what are you up to? Just making sure all the M&M's gifts are wrapped and the balls filled. Remember that one holiday party when we had no M&M's? Oh, boy, I still have nightmares. The cookies? Yeah, you used all the M&M's candies that were meant to decorate the party treats to decorate snowmen. You did it again, didn't you? <laughs> they do look cute, though. Bringing cheer, M&M's for all fun kind. What does clean living actually look like? It's not as clean as people think it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, guys. Thank you. I'm like, yeah, pour me a glass of wine. Like, For real. <laughs> like, people ask me, do you drink alcohol? Do you, you know, they just have such a misconception of what it's like to have kind of like a balance in your well, life. Well, balance is the hardest thing. Yeah. It's easier to sw- I, it's easier for me to turn it on or off than to turn it up or down. Of course, but that the thing is that people just don't get there. They don't right. get to that point. They just don't have the patience and the dedication and the consistency to actually get to the point where they know. Like I couldn't eat a donut or have a drink or whatever it is and know exactly how it's going to affect me and know how much of it I need to affect me in a specific way. I think that's where where people mess up because they also have the mentality of like, I messed up, so I might as well mess up later and then I'll mess up tomorrow because I messed up yesterday. And then they keep doing that thing. And it's like, yo, you don't got to keep doing that. That's it. You had your donut and your burger and whatever Move it was. On. Now freaking keep going and just eat like a regular, like a regular healthy person. 
And don't tell me that you don't know what that is. All right. You know what shit food is. Okay. Be honest with yourself. Though I do think there are things that slip in that I had to unlearn, like croutons in a salad and dressing it any basically any dressing that's not olive oil and vinegar olive oil and lemon like there are things where it gets you because it feels healthy like even even having a handful of almonds a handful of almonds is different than an entire trader joe's bag of almonds (laughs) (laughs) yes that's true and you're not even you're not even satisfied no should have just had a bison burger. Exactly. That's 600 calories and you had bread, lettuce, meat, all that good stuff. I know. You know what I'm saying? Can you tell that I'm hungry? Um, <laughs> if someone isn't currently working out and they're not currently eating clean, where do you tell them to start? Start with a program. Doesn't matter if it's an at-home program. You can find it. Like there's YouTube. There's so many things out there. Start with a program and start with any kind of nutrition guide because you will figure it out you will figure it out right. the, the problem is that people go into things without a plan like i see so many people going into the gym and they're like oh i'm gonna go to the gym today but they have no idea what they're gonna do so what do, what do they end up doing they end up going to the elliptical they end up going to the treadmill because one they can't go look back stupid to what you know and they're like oh i know this thing and then they leave 20 minutes later or they do like three bicep curls and then they're out of there. And it's like, you don't have anything written down. There's not a freaking checklist. I know. I feel like you're seeing me circa 2004. <laughs> like, and I'm ashamed. <laughs> but still. no, I'm telling you, everyone goes through the same thing. I would say, listen, if you are just beginning, if you don't know any of the answers, because you shouldn't, because you're exactly where you need to be right now, which is like, you're a beginner. Find a fitness program. Anyone will do. Doesn't matter. Find a nutrition guide. Anyone will do. Learn from that shit and move from there. I feel like if you're... Victor's your husband? Mm-hmm. Okay. He was CC'd on every email for this podcast. If Victor were here, he'd be like, no, Mel. Download fitgirlmel.com <laughs> eight-week program. What kind of entrepreneur are you? Any fitness program will do. <laughs> Uh, it's true. He probably would say that. But at the same time, he also knows. I love to promote myself because I'm honest. And there are not very many honest people in fitness because they're always trying to sell you something. Right. But I don't want to sell you anything. I want you, honestly, to be happier, be better, the best version of who you can be. And so... I'm not going to sit here and tell you that my fitness program is the best fitness program on the planet, but I believe in it and I put my all into it. But at the end of the day, you are the person who has to do the work. You are the person who has to be dedicated and consistent. And if you do that with anything in life, you're going to make it. Juleka, our executive producer, also Dominican, also from the Bronx, Yay. spotted you on the show Titan Games. Oh. And she was rooting for you so hard. She would live text me minute by minute updates. <laughs> How did you get on the show? Oh, my God. When Titan Games reached out, I was like, wait, this is who show? Dwayne Johnson? That's my boo. He don't know it, but that's my boo. <laughs> I love me The Rock. I grew up watching wrestling and I grew up watching The Rock. And there are not very many people who inspire me the way that he does. I think he's authentic. He works really hard. And I see a lot of myself in him. So I was like, yes, I will do the Titan Games. 
And um, I trained for it for a couple of months. I didn't know exactly what I was doing. I was just training to be faster, stronger, better, you know, jump high. I didn't know what I was going to do. And the experience of actually being on the show? Oh, my God. The experience on the show was intense. I, I didn't even realize that I said it, but I saw the commercial when I said that was harder than giving birth. And let me tell you. I'd never dug so deep in my life. I said, just keep moving, keep moving, just keep moving your legs. And I, you know, the crowd was, you know, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Like it it literally gives me a a bit of anxiety just thinking about it. But uh, when I felt that wall hit, my legs gave out under me and... I was shaking so bad. I could not believe it. And I just I just thought, like, I want to go home. I just want to go home. <laughs> and it was an amazing experience to think that you can go past a certain point in your mental strength. I'd never felt anything like it. Beyond fitness, what are your next three big goals? My first is my mental health journey. I did it with my with fitness and I use fitness as an example to anything that you want to achieve in life. You have to be consistent, you have to be dedicated, and you have to make choices that are in your benefit for you that are going to make you happy or better, the best version of yourself. You know, that's a practice that now I'm really, really going through and that's my number one goal. Second goal, I am in the middle of writing a book. So that's very big for me. Like a memoir? Not really. It's more like the mentality behind how you get started in fitness, but it's more so how you approach everything, you know, from that mental state. And so I kind of, I I go into all of these things very descriptive and, and telling my story. And I'm sure that a lot of people are going to be like, holy shit, that's me. That's me now. That's me. You know, because I went through that. I went through this. I went through pretty much every experience that most people go through on this journey. And I want you to know that that is normal. You are exactly where you should be. Third, moving from Instagram, which is fast, 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 whatever it is, to you have Melissa Alcantara's book on your shelf doing more things like that, speaking engagements, my own show, whatever it is, like really, really getting to the nitty gritty, the heart of the people. That's what I want to do. I don't want to sell you some shit. I want to inspire you. I want to create this community of goal-oriented people who are the best versions of themselves. Melissa, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. So fun. Thanks for joining us today. Latina to Latina was originally co-created with Bustle. Now the podcast is owned and executive produced by Juleka Lentigua-Williams and me. Maria Muriel was the sound designer on this episode. We want to hear from you. Tell us who you want to hear from and how you're making the show a part of your life. Email us at hola at latinatolatina.com. 
Remember to subscribe or follow us on Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening. A little update on our March 27th live recording of Latina to Latina. You did it. You sold out our early bird tickets. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There is still time to grab your regular tickets while they last. Again, the details. We are partnering with our friends at Poderistas to bring you a conversation with New York Times bestselling author Sochil Gonzalez. It is happening at the William Vale in Brooklyn on March 27th. You can find the link to purchase tickets on our Instagram page at Latina to Latina or online at Alicia Menendez XO. I cannot wait to see you.